generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome in to the Rock FM. <laughs> Mikey's on intro music today. He's pumped up by the seams and we'll find out why soon. But it is the 20th of January today, the 19th of January 2023. The day before today, obviously if it's the 20th today, one of the biggest announcements in New Zealand history. We've lost a leader. We've lost our Prime Minister, mate. Shit, man. Who's going to be Prime Minister now? Um... I don't think they know yet. Okay. There's two of... There's... Wow. Either anyone in the Labour Party. I, I know that Grant said that he's not going to do it. Yeah. So... He's got to manage all the debt. He's too yeah. busy. <laughs> Real busy doing that job. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for anyone that's been listening to us, they know that we don't really, like, get involved with politics. But shit, it was hard to avoid. Wow. It was everywhere. I was getting calls, text messages, like, people, like... Different sides as well, but mainly, it, like, it was very noticeable that, <laughs> that people were ecstatic. Yeah, it was weird, eh? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's just the circles that we're in. Um, has to be, to a degree. Well, I mean, because of this, and because I knew we were going to do this pod, um, I had to think about Jacinda, sorry, the Prime Minister, and what I've, because I just try and ignore it all, all the time, and then think back to what people have told me and, you know, talked about. And I think there's a couple of important things to note. I think that it's very clear she was very good. And I think you would probably, if we look back at the time she was here, you could probably say her first term was a success. Um, you know, crisis management and all that. I think the second term was a botch up. Like, me personally, any of that, that, that second year of lockdowns, I was, I was like, oh, nah, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing else. Like, I didn't care about anything else. I was like, stop locking me down. Yeah. Like, I want to go to work. <laughs> That's, that was my, like, very simplistic view of it all. Um, but at the end of the day, like, after I started writing down about things and what people had told me and 
you know, I've heard all this shit about co-governance and shit. I've never looked into it. I've got no fucking idea what Three Waters is. Like, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I just do not give a flying fuck. Um, but at the end of the day, it's the economy. Like, she's... I think it's pretty clear she's leaving because she probably wasn't going to win the election. Um, I, up until, like, literally last week, I still thought she had a chance because she's the king of marketing and I thought you just give up money and buy some votes and you'll be back in there, you know? Same, to be um, fair. Yep. Mm. I thought that would be the playbook. For so sure. I, everyone who was saying, nah, she'll leave, you know, and stuff like that, I was like, I'll, I don't think so. I think she'll have a good chance at winning. But I guess the writing was on the wall. She would have the data saying that there's no chance here, so I might as well bounce. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and, I mean, there's a couple of reasons. The first one is... She might be just taking advantage of the uh, tight labour market, mate. <laughs> get a pay rise. Put <laughs> <laughs> your jobs up there. She would get a number of job offers for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, so you think, so your why, your why, like, <clears throat> is that, um, yeah, that she could see the writing on the wall? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it was over and I don't, I, I think it, and the reason that I believe this more was the noise yesterday. Um. Even the comments that were like, you can think what you want, but you shouldn't really say like mean things and stuff. There was like articles on it. Like if yeah. you just search Jacinda Ardern right now, it's fucking wild. Mm. Like the amount of people and like mean comments and shit. Um, and, you know, I had to think about that. And people say like you shouldn't say mean things and stuff, but like you can't stop people from talking. And that means you got it wrong. <laughs> If you've pissed the, a, a, a large group of people off that much to the point where, like, they're saying mean things consistently, like, this isn't recent. Like, the the news is saying, like, oh, look at the comments on our thing, like, now. I'm like, nah, these comments have been going for over a year. Yeah. Like, this has been around for a long time. Um, so, yeah, I think um, the writing was on the wall. That's why she's did it. But the other things happened, mate. I reckon Adrian all did it to her. Yeah, he partly to blame, isn't he? Yeah, so I started doing some <coughs> research, and right now we've seen this business confidence survey. Lowest Basically, for 50 years. Yeah, and um, that's an interesting one, right? Because they're also, that the same group of people got thought that prices were going to go up. But if you're not confident in business, how do you put your prices up? Mm. Mm. We'll talk about that on another pod. But yeah. um, So I started looking into it and thinking... I wonder how many people have been re-elected during a recession. So I looked up New Zealand, and then I looked up America. Since 1900, one person, really, one, has survived during a recession, and it was William McKinley in 1900, and then he was assassinated six months later. Holy shit. So no standing leader of New Zealand or America has ever been re-elected during a technical recession. Wow. So Data. there's a famous saying from one of Bill Clinton's campaign managers, and he said, it's the economy, stupid. Yeah. And literally, it is. Because wealth, I think I saw something about $250 billion worth of wealth evaporated in New Zealand in 2022. And now you've got this business confidence. Like, every man and his dog is expecting a recession this year. Adrian Orr stood up and told the public on one of the most viewed monetary policy statements of all time that you're going to have a recession next year. Get ready. 
So everyone thinks there's a recession company coming. As as five million people generalised, we want our country to do well, and we look forward and hope and hope the country does better. I know there's noise and shit around that, and people some people hate each other and tall poppy syndrome and shit. But generally, if you think about the next five years for your life and your neighbours and your friends, you want everyone to do better. And if the picture and outlook over the next 12 months is shit and there's no light at the end of the tunnel and no hope, vote the leader out, man. Easiest job, easiest one to do. You remember when we went to the Craig's Investments <coughs> Night mm. and they someone asked, oh, what's the, what, what will happen with these markets if there's a change in government? And then they went through some things, but basically, when we get into that piece, it was around how the popularity of a Prime Minister or their success is basically correlated to the value of houses in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Now, when you said, or oh, Adrian, or was partly to blame, mm. at the moment they're going, we're going to keep rising interest rates, the foot is on the um, gas with Hard. that, we're going to tackle inflation, yeah. that is the, that's what they're saying. And I thought, well, they can't, because Labour will get a third term, because otherwise they'll be the first um, party not to get in, under since MMP yep. for a third term, correct. And I thought Adrian's full of shit. They'll rewind on this, but it's been no. Uh, we will have a recession, and we will keep rising interest rates and fucking plan accordingly, Kiwis. Yeah. And you know they're going to know. Jacinda's team are going to know. Well, if that's the lay of the land, you're absolutely no chance of winning an election unless we do something radically different. Yeah. And data now t- well, tells us that, like the historical data. You'd have to think you're pretty special if you're going to beat the odds of no one ever doing it. Yeah. You know, like, here's a guaranteed recession. The the election's just after it. No one's ever done this before. Try your luck. You know, mm. like, it's a pretty hard ask. So, you know, I've got, like, a little uh, little arrograph here. Before you get into that, mate, because I want to just keep this really fair, what if she's just actually really tired, and she fucking well deserves to be, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and is like... Yeah, I can see that this is going to suck. And then I, I genuinely don't have enough. Why can't we just believe that? And then all of the, you know, hate and hard work and everything. Um, I thought about this too. And because I was trying to sympathise a bit with it, with all these news articles that are like, no one can handle, you know, this much, you know, comments in the comments section and shit. Um, but you took the job. So, nah, I don't really have any sympathy for that. Like sympathy for what? For the <coughs> negative comments? Yeah, you're allowed to leave. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but you can't be like, oh, the comments are too negative. Or you, she wasn't saying this. This yeah. is the new the media saying this to back her up. Um, but yeah, I if you if you want to stop and you want to quit, I think she did say that. I haven't watched it. I think. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> nah, but I saw a headline like, um, I don't have the energy in the tank yeah. to do another thing or something. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Mm. Like that's. I think uh, if you want to go look after your family and stuff, I mean, it's admirable if you want to do that. Yeah. But I can, uh, like, it's just not how politicians roll, man. You'll see her at another job somewhere else around the world in, in like, 12 months. That's a very interesting point. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that's full of shit. So I then think. we're saying that that job is comparably not going to require as much energy as being the Prime Minister of New Zealand. Well, who knows? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's maybe. technically what they're saying, right? But, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, because I think... Good on her if she can put up her hand and go, you know what, like I have reflected on this and I, I just can't do this anymore. Mm. I, I mean, I see business owners all the time where I think, I wonder when they'll go, you know what, like I can't 
I can't get this thing working, I should tap out, but they mm. just keep going. And yeah. I think we're really scared as Kiwis to identify things and go, I've done my time with that. It's interesting, eh? I remember um, something I watched with John Key, it was a podcast or something, because I actually quite like listening to him, not because of like Prime Minister or anything, just because of the money side, like the like the yeah. money market side, because he's obviously very smart at that. And he said like one of his mentors or something taught him the saying, like you've just got to know when to fold sometimes. Yeah. Like if, if it's time to get out, it's time to get out, and you're better to get out early than late. I think his wife said to him, if you get out, like, you're, you're out for good. Like, make sure, mm. make, like, That's I think he asked for her support and she said, yep, um, I'll back, back, whatever you do, but make sure you're, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've yeah. got, you make the right decision, you stick to it sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think. I think good honour, eh, to be honest, from my side. Like, I don't care what the actual reasoning is. Like, if you get to a point with any job, you know, we talk about this all the time, where it's like, well, if you're not enjoying that, and you can't see that that vehicle is going to get you to where you want to get to. Like, no one knows what her actual overall goals and shit are. She's probably identified that it's not it anymore. So, like, why... I think people just want to... A lot of people just want to be like, yeah, great, now I get to put the boot on her, she's a quitter, like, whatever. Yeah. But I, at some stage, you're still going to have to I partly agree up. with that, but, like, it's... <clears throat> like, it's the, the job, man. So, like, the job is your the the head public servant of the country. Yeah. And like I, I don't really feel sorry for any politician in any scenario. Like your your main goal when you're taking that job, and I think a lot of them start out like this, but then they get, you know, um I don't know what the word is, compromised. Yeah. yeah. Corrupted. Um, <laughs> corrupted, yeah. <laughs> By the environment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think they all start off with the idea of wanting to do well for the country. Um, but the fact is, like, we're all incentive-driven and it's a power trip. Yeah. I think it happens to a lot of them. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any sympathy for any of them, not either side either. Like, I don't have any sympathy when a national leader, like, you know, says he can't handle it or whatever. I just don't Todd, care. Todd Muller or Mueller or something <laughs> did the same thing. I think he had a crack at being the top dog for national and basically quickly was like, I this, yeah. this ain't for me. He was like, nah, this is affecting my mental health. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I again, like... You're like, cool, yes, good on you, mate. Hard. Well done. That's, that's hard, and yes, I agree you should leave in that scenario, and and the Prime Minister, the current one, might be the same, and yes, she should leave if it's got too tough, but still no sympathy. Yeah. yeah I, don't I don't think don't anyone's know. asking. Like, she's not asking for sympathy, is she? <laughs> the, the news was. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think they're asking for, well, what I've seen, and I've tried to stay out of it, is... um like the 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 nasty comments and mm. stuff. But yeah, I what you said earlier, I had that same sort of thought. I cuz I reflected on it if if I were a leader in those shoes and one of the big moments I think that would have been a real red flag for me as a leader and I'm sure deep down she would have the same feeling but you can't admit this shit on TV because they all lie, right? Like last night I saw... That's so bad. That's what's the gross yeah. thing. We, we trust these people, we vote for them and they yeah. oh, lead our country. And then December <laughs> she's like, I've got no plans on going anywhere. I can't wait to get back into it. And then she's like, later bolt first day. Yeah. And you go... And I heard... And like one of the other ministers did this last year and I thought, fuck man, no wonder there's an issue of trust. But, um, you know, if I had that many people camped out the front of my job, mm. of my office, like calling for me to come and talk to them and go you've got this wrong like we want like we want to be heard all the stuff 
um, I would be like, man, how did we get here? How did we get here? And it was, instead it was, they're all crazy people down there on the ground. Mm. And, and, and I, I think, you know, those are some of the darkest days of New Zealand history in terms of what I've been alive for. Where I'm thinking, fuck, man, we're th- pulling bricks out of the ground trying to fucking hurt <laughs> our police force. Like, is anyone looking at this going, holy shit, how do we get here? But it's, no, nah, no, nah, they're just the, it's just the 1%, they're, they're just fucking out of their minds. But I knew heaps of people that are like, hey, I kind of support what they're, what they're protesting about in general, but then everything, as we've talked about, always goes too far. But, you know, I think though that had to have taken a toll as a lady who go, shit, something's not quite right about this. Or you're just like massively mm. naive and you kind of so, go, no, yeah, is what it is. I, I can't, I tried to think about this when I was, when I knew we were going to talk about this, and I can't quite put my finger on it, but like probably one of the differences, uh, like you, we both talk to a lot of people with our business, but you probably talk to quite a lot of self-employed people, and I talk to quite a lot of PAYE employee people. True. And something went wrong because labour traditionally has been for like the working class, and I'm talking about you know, teachers, nurses, policemen, like these people are my clients and they turned on her. I noticed it Mm. and it was about a year ago. So there was lots of arguments around nurse pay. I mean, all of them, Yeah, you know, all were talking about pay, but, you know, something happened and when, and it's it's tied back to the economy as well. Like if you feel like you're overworking and getting underpaid, and then also the country's going in the wrong direction, it's like, uh, like I'm done. Yeah. Like what's the point? And people get pissed off and and it was really noticeable. Um, I'm just like, oh yeah, but property would be sweet over time, so we'll get you a little mortgage. <laughs> yeah, while, we, yeah, while we're talking about this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's a, it's an interesting point because she was the one of the biggest winners in terms of election, I think they got the biggest, like they got the majority. It never really happens. They they had one and two people voting and you weren't yeah, voting for Labour. Like you were voting for, for her. Yeah. I could be wrong. Like that's my opinion. That's the way I look at it. Because if I, I'd say, if you're listening right now, so that's not true. Name for me six Labour MPs. Correct, you can't do it. No, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't but name six national yeah, well, I knew, I didn't. That's why I didn't ask you because I'm like, you, you probably don't even know that there are more than six. But I don't think most people could do that. They couldn't. So... Mm. If we're deep down honest, we're like, no, that's who we voted for. Now, I think that whether she knows it or not, and whether they know it, they got an unfair advantage at the election too, because there were two referendums. Now, it's very easy to vote on a referendum, because it's either a yes or a no. So then you have record turnout for people coming to vote. Oh no, they were coming because, you know, we're also interested in politics. But that, was, that was the, that, okay, let's talk about Jacinda's amazing points. Because that stuff was genius. Like, she was a king marketer, 100%. a king strategist for that period of time. It, it, it seems like it's all lost now. Mm. But how smart is that? Yeah. To get, like, a weed election on the election day so you have to turn up to vote if you want to join. And they... Like, it's genius. Yeah. <laughs> and they ended up getting one in two people voting for them. But then, that's why I can't reconcile. I'm like, all these people complain about Labour to me. And I think, <laughs> mate, you probably fucking voted for them. What are you on about? <laughs> and I remember after that election thinking, this is going to be really interesting when people start complaining because 
like they knew what they were voting for. They knew what they were getting themselves in for, but they'll still end up complaining. Yeah, I think I'm not. I can't remember. But it's the first okay for election. you to change your decision, which is that's what I have to. I'm like, okay, but remember, people will go. Well, I didn't think it was going to go like this, or they they can change their mind. You know, and that's the yeah, beauty well, of the an election. Prime Minister's changed her mind too, and that's fine. Yeah, she doesn't want to run the place anymore. Um, I think just quickly, I think um, like it's it is throughout history. Like I've looked at it, um, the the COVID election. I'm, I can't remember, but I think National was a fucking mess. But anyway, um, like people will always vote about their incentives first. And what I mean by that is economy and money and, mm. you know, wealth. They will always take that first because we're selfish, capitalistic human beings, even you little socialists out there. Um, but the only thing that trumps it is when we're unsafe and in danger. Mm. And safety doesn't matter when we're safe. No, money doesn't matter when we're safe. Is that what you mean? Sorry? Or, well, or safety yeah, well, doesn't both. matter when we're safe. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, like so you're not thinking not about that. important because yeah. you don't care about it. So you don't think that, oh, it's a good, it's a good idea to vote for increasing our cyber security because we might get yeah. attacked, you know? But we don't think about that because we're like, oh, my iPad's working. Yeah. But when there's an actual virus and like COVID and there's you know, like, oh, an actual shit. threat that we're starting to believe is dangerous, that becomes number one. So mm. I think that became like a, a beautiful win. And then <clears throat> now, the majority. There's still some people out there that think it's scary, but the majority of people I talk to just don't care. So the safety thing is gone, um, and now it's about the economy. And looking forward, it feels really grim. Yeah. So you're going to vote someone else. So I'd probably leave that job right now too. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how they play it going forward. But we, you know, we'll get to we'll get to see all that. And it's just this, like we said. It's, Back into last year and the study this this year, it's going to be ugly. I think even as we get closer, and I just think it'll be, um, what do they call it in the states when it's like a, oh, it'll be a blue wave. Oh yeah, I think national. Oh, you reckon roll just them. absolutely roll them? Yeah. Wow. I do think back to some of the like the good points as such. Um, a lot of people really look up to uh, female in form of power mm. because a narrative has been for a long time and this may still be accurate. Like it's hard for me to understand this stuff because I like I love women and the clients that I work with. I want to see them win. So I don't think about trying to like, oh, how could we deliberately hold them back? It's really hard for me to un accept that that's what happens for women and that that's how they see the world. And I think it's really cool that she's been able to hold that role for quite some time and then have a baby through that period as well. And there'll be a lot of women that have gone, wow, you know, like, I could probably do more than I thought I was capable of as well. So that probably, but those people that need that person, I guess the thing that concerns me is that who do you go to now? Like who's mm. your inspiration now? Um, because I often like I and I hear some of those stories and I think, but then were you like shouldn't we be equally as inspired by Helen Clark or Kate Shepard? Um, but I think we do. Yeah, like I, I hope that people don't go, or that women don't go, oh, fuck, now I've lost my... I don't like, think so. I think <coughs> like any politician is eventually going to lose their job because yeah. we get sick of them. So it's just how it is, whether they resign or we vote them out. Like, it's just how it is. But I think that is pretty cool. Like, she obviously, she was quite inspiring, especially at the beginning. Um, lots of, like, global, oh, you know, inspiration for... You know, it is a pr it is pretty cool. Like, there could be like a fifteen year old girl at school or whatever, and think, you know, 
they haven't been let me at school last year, but I know I can be prime minister because Jacinda did it, and that's cool. Yeah, I remember watching this um, black comedian once, and he was it was after like Obama had finished and, and stuff like that, and he was like. I don't care about like if he was a good president or a bad president. There's like a little black kid out there that thinks he can be the president now, and that's enough. Yeah, you know, like that. That is true. Like that is cool because, like, I take my inspiration from watching like certain sports people or business people, and yeah, Jacinda would have done that to some other young person as well. Yeah. Um, and if you are like a 15 year old girl, just have a have some a bit better policies and when you get in that job, and <laughs> you'll be good to go. But it, it, again, it, it raises that point of. Do we really want to look up to politicians? Nah, because probably a younger version of Luke thought that I did. Now I'm like, yeah, that's not that, that's probably not role models. Mm. And yeah, so anyway, that that's a rabbit hole. But I, I want to take you on a little bit of a tangent, and this is where um, I have to be careful how I word this because I think this could be really insensitive. But I struggle with um, like I don't actually know what the job description is for a prime minister, but a lot of the praise that I see for Jacinda Ardern is amazing leader through what happened in Christchurch. Mm. Amazing in a crisis. Amazing with the pandemic. Amazing with White Island. Okay, strip out your emotion and just look down at the and go, is that what a Prime Minister is supposed to do? But if I were... if Say that the White Island thing happened for me, and I know, like, please, I don't want to offend anyone... I'd be sitting there going, fuck, this one's outside of my expertise. I don't think I need to be running the front of the media for this. Um, do we have any capability in our suite of people that can... I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, except in a, in a time of crisis, the majority... I've got to be careful what I say now too. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't critical think and I'm guilty of it, and we panic in a way, and sometimes it takes a special person, or by definition, a leader, um, to unite people and make sure that, that you tell everything, tell everyone that it's going to be okay and this is what we're going to do. Mm. And I think it's expected of that role, but you, you would still have to front the media, but you would say... If, if it was if Luke the Prime Minister got up there and like holy fuck White Island just happened, you'd be like, right, don't worry, I've spoken with Westpac, we've got a helicopters on the way, the Coast Guard's got seventeen boats going out, like yep. everything is under control, we're gonna do our best to minimise the collateral damage of these lives, and that's like leadership, right? And it's it is the Prime Minister's job to do that because that is the one person in the country at any given time that can get every camera on them and, and get the message out. And this is where, cynically, I'm going a little bit. So, I think that, like, what I've written down here is that I think she thinks she needs to be a leader that she didn't actually need to be. Too involved, too in the media, too much awareness. Because ultimately, with that becomes your demise. For sure. So... Do we really? Did we really need to hear from the Prime Minister of New Zealand, who has no real experience managing a pandemic? Did did they need to be the person at one pm stopping our day to be like, this is the update, etc.? And like, I know that didn't happen, but every single day, and they did change the way it went. But what I'm saying is that as a leader, you know when you get to a point where you go, okay, I've done all I can here. 
now I, I delegate and I carry on and I work on other important topics. But I think there was a, my marketing brain is like, this is fucking genius. I get an opportunity <clears throat> to stay in front of people continuously. Yeah. And yeah, but it backfired a bit, eh? And eventually, like the shine can wear off. Or if you're not fixing the problems that you are perceived to be like, oh, there's our person who can fix this. And then when things start going wrong, it gets unwound very, very quickly. I, I feel like when, I'm, when I was saying, going back to what I was saying before about my clients who are nurses, doctors, teachers and things, um, and policemen and stuff like that, that's what they felt like happened to them. You know, there was like this golden goose in front of them, like everything's looking up, being looking after, we're getting really good communication. And then like the communication continued, but the delivery didn't happen in yeah. a way. And lots of, it, I don't know because I haven't looked at any policies. I don't know what like teachers pays are doing and what negotiations they're having. Um, but it sounds like quite a lot of undelivered empty promises from what yeah. I'm just hearing from clients, that's all. And I've written this down, Leading through tragedies and crises isn't solving problems. Yeah, that's a that yeah. people want solved at the yeah. start of an election. Yeah, and it's unfair on a prime minister because they, whoever they are, he, she, they, them, etc., aren't going to know what crisis that they're going to then go interrupted by and go fuck's sake. We're supposed to be working on child inequality at the moment, and now I have to deal with this. Like mm. they can't stand up and say that. Everyone will be like, "Who the fuck is this prime minister? Get them off the bloody yeah, like they're yeah. gone." But that's, I think, what ends up being the frustration. And, yeah, I, I think it's, it's such a hard role because now I think every, like every opportunity they get, prime ministers around the country and the world, sorry, are like, oh, brilliant, a good chance for some attention and awareness. <laughs> yeah. I can keep building my profile Populism, here. yeah, the whole yeah. world's running on populism at the moment. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's where I think we're getting to. And I think, hmm, then people start to go, but this isn't fixed, that's not fixed, like nothing's changed here. Yeah. Um, oh, it's good, man, because it, it makes people start thinking for themselves again because we go through like an easy ride and we like the populism and then stuff doesn't happen and then you have to think for yourself and then you become a critical thinker and then it, the pendulum swings the other way. It's how it's always gone. Yeah. I, um, I got taught this by someone in the media and we had a bit of an issue for BGP and basically we are going to get rolled in the media and I was sort of like, yeah, yeah, fucking this is bullshit. Like, why even, like, the, all the facts weren't there and stuff. But what he said to me is just like, mate, hang on. You've had heaps of good media for BGP. Mm. And he's like, what you need to understand is that if you want to play in that sandpit, like, they will throw sand in your eyes as yeah. fast as they can. Like, Absolutely. To get you out of that thing, like, when it's going to, yeah. you know, benefit clicks and awareness and whatnot. <laughs> so it's interesting that, yeah, like, if you want to get so much attention, whatever role you're in, then you better be prepared that if you do something wrong, like it is going to come flooding back at you the mm. other way because that's just how humans are wired. Now, I saw Helen Clark saying she's denouncing negativity during almost five and a half years as Prime Minister. Jacinda has done an extraordinary job in leading New Zealand through major crisis. Got a lot of respect for Helen Clark. I'm sure you're the same. Our society could now usefully reflect on whether it wants to continue to tolerate the excessive polarisation which is making politics an increasingly unattractive calling. Now again, I think if you look at that and strip out the emotion and like anything to do with Jacinda, you do, like I think about this sometimes and think, who the fuck is going to want to be a politician except for, I don't know, people that might... Yeah, man, but it's because of the things that you were explaining earlier, like, oh, yep, it's November and I can't wait to come back next year, and then you bounce on the first day. So mm. it's all created by the politicians themselves. 
Like, of course it's not attractive because people are hating on both sides of the fence. But, like, stop talking shit then. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I did that to people, like, yep, yeah, cool, let's book in a whole lot of meetings in January. I'm just going to go on break. We'll book them in. And then I just, like, you know, I've got 30 meetings lined up for people to get their new homes. And I'm like, sorry, team, not going to make it, closing the business. Like, they'd be like, what the fuck? What a, like, Mikey is terrible. I waited from December yeah. to, to hear you from you. So like you, you yeah. Like, Stop playing with people's trust, I think, is the, is the point the, there. That's the point, yeah. We don't want to bang about uh, on about this for too long. So I guess what can we learn, right? And that's one thing. Like the more you play with you – know, we spoke about this in an early 2023 pod. Trust is going to be mm. so important this year. That was one of my favourite things you said, yeah. yeah. Keep your word. Yeah. You know, keep your word. If you but, say you're going to do something, fucking do it. Because it's rare, yeah. it's really easy – yeah, and it's to to get and to be like be a rare person. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's becoming increasingly okay to actually lie. I.e., politicians like oh, mm. I I will yes, I'm ready to go again. It's like well, hang on, but you know it's okay to change your mind. Be honest with those things. But if you say you're going to do something, like keep keep your word. Um, I think seventy two hour rule, like this shit's all going to blow over. Mate, I actually had that in my notes. I was like, guess who won't care in a week. The whole country. There'll be another. There'll be <laughs> yeah. another thing. So I've also got written down. If you're like, if you've been real triggered by this and by Jacinda Ardern, like, figure out why she triggers you. Like, actually try and get to the bottom of it because you, you probably have some good learning. Yourself. Yeah, and two ticks for yourself as Every always. Time. Yeah. Uh, if your identity is tied up in Jacinda, then what are you going to grab onto next? Or like that could be really damaging for you. So that's sort of what I was saying before about how if that's been your aspirational leader and, and even for, for some people I see they've got their, you know, how many boosters that have got in their, in their profile name and stuff and you think, like what, what is that? That's just a status. You're just trying to have some form of status. So if you've got like these massive opinions about how amazing she was or how she wasn't, is that going to make your life any better by cranking those opinions at other people. Yeah, I always zoom out and think, like, we've got four-year terms, right? Um, is that right? Yeah. So, like, over the rest of my life, we're probably going to have between, I'm probably going to have between 10 and 12 more prime ministers, and I don't care who any of them are. <laughs> no, it's, seriously, though, because, yeah. like, I've already had, I don't know how many, and I can't remember all of their names, and we're here now, and then in another three or four prime ministers, I probably won't remember the last three or four. Mm. Just like, get, do a bit more for yourself and don't tie up your identity with a politician. The other two things, mate, and I stole this from someone else, sadly, we get the government we deserve. And that's quite a famous saying, apparently. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Well, that's true. You voted them in. The other thing that I remember learning from an uh, American election is, remember, leaders lead to the next leader. So what that means is that the leader that you require in a given time is the one you think you need, but they then end up leading to the next leader. Mm, that's so, a good point. Yeah. So basically yeah. you get a national, then you get a Labour, <laughs> then you get a national again. Yeah. And so that is the crux, I think, of this, is don't consume yourself in this shit too much. Yeah. Because, like Mikey said before, you're going to get a national, and then you're going to get a Labour, <laughs> yeah. and then you're going to get four more. and. Yeah. 20 years down the track, you're going to be like, fuck, remember when in 2023, Jacinda Ardern reti uh, retired on, well, like quit on the, you know, oh, yeah, fuck, but, you know, then this Prime Minister did this, oh, well, she, we should get her back, you know. We could see a time in New Zealand history where people are going, 
bring back Jacinda. <laughs> but yeah, you know, maybe not. But yeah, I, I think I've I've seen what you've seen in terms of there's a big negativity towards her mm. and from a couple of conversations I've had in the last 24 hours, although they are brief and they're probably not with um, Labour voters, mm. I'd, I'd guess, there's a, like a relief yeah, and, a, and a celebration and stuff. And, that you know, if any good leader should be able to look at that and go, fuck, okay, like that's how I'm making people feel. And it's not just a small amount, it's, it's large yeah. and it's at scale and... I was um, down south, and there's you know there's stickers on cars being oh, like signs and farms, like yeah, yeah it's crazy. And yeah, the writing was on the wall, wasn't it? <laughs> it's just <laughs> intense, but um, but yeah, I mean, because I'm like I'm like hard, like oh yeah, capitalism, like you got to smash it and like kill life <laughs> and everything. Everyone's like, oh, you must be happy. And when I say like oh, I don't actually care, man, like people don't believe me, like yeah, I, but I, I wouldn't care the other way either. No, um, it just doesn't make any difference over time. But yeah, I think. All the, I, f- I kind of feel like all the people like that are like ecstatic or complaining about saying mean things and stuff and it's yes you can have your feelings and stuff but um how do I say this without getting in trouble just 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 <laughs> just, yeah. just say it um like you you need to have some bigger things to worry about at the end of the get day get bigger problems yeah get bigger problems yeah. like if the prime minister's your biggest problem then it's always going to be yeah, if um, yeah, if you got the news that Jacinda quit and you were like, this is a big moment, I guarantee you if someone rang you five minutes later and was like, hey, I'll just let you know your daughter's been diagnosed with cancer, you're not going to be fucking thinking about Shit, Jacinda. you're going real dark, eh? Yeah, so <laughs> like, that is a big problem, right? But like, um, we, we love to get caught up in all this shit, but again, like it'll be seven, 72 hours. I mean, I was poking the beer today, chucking up. Um, <laughs> you really have poked the beer. <laughs> crazy how many people think this person is responsible and it's a photo of Jacinda for where they are right now when really it's this person it's someone in, in the mirror. <laughs> and, you know, that's rubbish. Small business owners didn't randomly change. But again, like this person's just straight from a small business. Um, but I know that this person has low standards because I've interacted with them and mm. they don't get back to you. And I'm like, well, like again, mate, like this, is, this, this post is perfect for you. Mm. You know, recognize it. Yeah, like the actions that you're not taking could be leading to the situation that you're in right now. But you know, I know that that's a very, that's an easy, uh, idealistic thing. I think is the is the thing to say. But yeah, I I think we'll just forever be let down by politicians. The other thing that so then I'm not like, oh wow, I'm so gutted that she's left. Or that, and then it's like if you get a good one, it's like, oh wow, (laughs) that's cool. And, And like poor old Christopher Luxon. It's it's Who's not he? like he's the national he's the <laughs> national guy. It's not like everyone's going to tone down all the negativity. Like the nah, the, the people somewhere. that love Jacinda are going to see the way that she's been treated online and then take it out and go it. well this you know and then it'll be the name calling and stuff and and they'll have to uh, put up with it as well. But yeah, what a, a time. I guess my final point made as well is we talk about this all the time. Blame excuse tonight, right? So people always want to blame something on someone. So. If you, for instance, if you think about a school and you have a principal, they're the leader of that school, right? And say that all the kids are in class and then the bell goes, they all get to go outside. Principal's having lunch, looks out, it's like, fuck, I think that's a hurricane coming towards the school. And they're like, well, actually, I don't really know much about hurricanes. I don't think it is. Probably shouldn't do anything. 
starts getting a bit closer. They're like, maybe we should tell some kids to come and uh, come inside. <laughs> they go outside. They're like, hey, some of you you might want to get inside. We think that's a hurricane, but we don't really know. Half an hour later, this hurricane roll bowls an arsehole straight over the top <laughs> of the school, swipes up all the kids. The parents turn up to the school, right? Mm. They're going to be like, what the fuck happened to my child? Mm. Oh, sorry, they got sucked up in a hurricane. You should have protected them. That's your duty as a principal. You'd be like, mate, I don't know anything about hurricanes. How is that my role? <laughs> but because you're the leader, yeah, there is always an unfair expectation on you that you can solve way more problems or deal with them to a capacity that you just cannot actually adhere to. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I kind yep. of agree, but when you choose a role, like I chose, choose to choose to own my business and be the leader of my business. Uh, it's, part, it's part of parcel, it. man. Yeah. Like if something comes up, I've got to sort it. Hundred percent. Yeah, that that, like, that principle will get fired, and yeah. no one will have sympathy for them because they'll be like, "Well, you should have had a hurricane management plan in place and activated that when you saw the yeah. hurricane." They'll be like, yeah. "Fuck, should I?" <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Well, now I'll tell you what. We'll introduce one. Nationwide, yeah, and now every single prime uh, every single principal yeah, has I to think, know that. I think as a like, you're naive to think that if you're going to be the leader of something, whether it's a small business, a big business, a you know, a school, or a you know, political party, that. If you don't have like a little dark patch in the back of your mind that's one percent of your capacity reserved to handle a black swan event. And how you do that, then you failed from day one. Like, you have to know going into those kind of jobs and think that, like, if this all turns to shit, this is how I'll handle it. Mm. You just have to talk to yourself and make an agreement with how you're going to do it. Because, of course, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, like, it's guaranteed at some point. I listened to something really interesting this morning that gave me a bit of a wake up call, mate. And it was a dude who's coached business owners and advisors to business owners for 40 years mm. and he was explaining when they went into the pandemic how hey guys you do realize that as business owners you don't really need to worry about the things that most people are worrying about because you're statistically more likely to find the solutions that's why you're in business mm. so start thinking about what you want to achieve through this period and what's the big goal you're going to work on on the other side. And I thought, wow, that it gave me some context of our brains are always going to go towards like the solution, taking responsibility. All right, that's part of being a business owner, being a leader, etc. And I think that's why, like you say before, a lot of people who thought that, you know, Jacinda was their, their leader and all these types of things and they voted for her and whatnot, then they get disappointed and they think, well, shit, like still nothing's really changed for my life. And I think that's why, well, I don't think this is why I know why I'm always so big on what can you do to control mm. the shit that you want? Like don't delegate your power and give it out to those people because the longer you do it for, you will be disappointed. Yeah, be, yeah, it's not the right wording, but almost like self-sovereign, like, you, you like you do you like I, it's it's there's not a bone in my body that is happy to like lay down and go to sleep and take a hiding eh like if something's coming at me it's like right let's fix this mm. like it's just how I'm wired yeah um 
and it's served me real good, eh? In times of, in hard times, I've had a few. But, yeah, I think, like, if your mindset is to be like, oh, that person will will fix this for me, you'd be disappointed for your whole life. If you were to bump into Jacinda <laughs> Ardern in the street tomorrow, mate, mm. and you had to speak to her, what would you say? Um, I'd ask her for a photo. Okay, my man, he's gonna make some content. <laughs> yeah. He knows. Yeah, awareness. I get that shit going. I yeah. saw our uh, Lenny. He yeah, put, he's put one up on yeah. his because he met her. I thought that was pretty good. Smart. Um, yeah. So, oh, what would I say to her? Um, I don't know. She wouldn't give me a straight answer anyway, even if I asked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'd, I'd probably say, can you give me the like? If she was willing to talk to me openly, and I said, like, I'll never tell anyone. It's just for me. I'd probably say. Can you please give me the rationale behind the last couple of lockdowns? <laughs> you really want to know about that, don't you? <laughs> I just don't understand it, yeah. But that would, because she's probably got a really good reason. I'll give you what the reason was, mate. They knew that it wasn't really working, but they knew that if they changed the strategy so quickly, they would have lost a lot of trust with people, which they assumed that people would always hold with them, but they've now found out that they don't. So maybe so they couldn't change the strategy. Yeah, maybe I'd ask her that question then, like. Is Luke's guesstimate uh, <laughs> correct? Well, I'd, I, I'd actually say, like. Um, from the beginning of when you joined politics to the end of your last day on February the 7th and Luke Kimmy took over the Labour Party leadership, <laughs> <laughs> how much did you change from purely doing it to help the country to incentive-based to keep power? Mm. See if she answered that. Great question. Because what you just said is basically incentive to stay in power by mm. keeping the narrative rolling and believing that they'll keep voting for you. See, this is what happens when you go to Singapore, mate. You ask people in the street random questions. I was thinking in my head, I was <laughs> thinking, I would say, thank you for everything you gave to that role. I hope you're okay. You were going to fucking ask her a giant question that you want an essay on, and, she, and you were going to get the, well, what I, what I would say is, yeah. <laughs> may I, may I, what I would say is, all the politicians have a thing. Um, oh, I should have written them down because I was going to rehearse them and do them on a pot at one stage. Just oh, about, yeah. I've, there's probably four politicians and they've all got the a same thing. answer. Yeah, they've, no, they've got a thing that they say to buy themselves time. Mm. I think Grant Roberts is, is um, oh look, you know what? Like what I would say is he he does just cinders, <laughs> but he has an oh look at the uh, he has an oh look at the start. Even um, oh. old mate Luxon's picked up on it as well, but. Yeah, final thing from me, mate. I think I've said final thing four times, but <laughs> um, I don't. I just don't see any like. What's the point of hating people and like all that shit? You just drain your energy. So I understand people will be like, "Fuck!" I would tell her to just leave the country, and never come back, or whatever. But we have a saying in my friendship group, and it is, <laughs> and it and it is, um, "Fuck!" It must be warm. And what that means is that you live in a glass house, so we're saying, fuck, it must be warm in your (laughs) glass house. (laughs) So it's when someone's being hypocritical, and instead of being like, oh, you're throwing rocks from your glass house, we're like, fuck, it must be warm in there. And and I think it's a good reminder just to, it's very easy to point the finger at a leader and be like, not good enough, like, here's all the reasons I don't like you. You know what that might be happening? That could be your employer pointing at you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And... Maybe have a look in the mirror and go, What like, if I expect so much? And I think the same when the All Blacks lose and stuff, and the coaches I always think, Fuck, man, if these people put just as much time into critiquing their own life and performance, mm. shit, they probably wouldn't have time to be worried about bloody Ian Foster's or whatever. But that's just probably the, the way they want to play 
play the woods. So just be careful what you're doing in your glass house. That's my final point. I think we can wrap up on that, mate. That is the final word. Let's get the fuck out of here. Good luck, Jacinda. <laughs> All the best. <laughs>